This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? J.M. Ryerson. This is a Tuesday tune-up on the Let's Go Win Podcast. And I have to me left on my left. (laughs) Have (laughs) on my left to me. Lisa Ryerson. That was weird. That was weird. I you know how your brain goes for a moment and then all of a sudden it's like, Psh, I don't know what happened. I was like on my left, me, I, <laughs> and I lost the entire thought. It's okay. Well, I, I, this isn't even live for, you know, this was a recorded one and uh, oh, well, it is what it is. So I have Lisa here with me today. So I'm actually really glad you're here because we are going to talk about something you're part of. And that is the best interview method for job seeker and employer. Now, before I dive into it, I have to preface, I am not an HR expert. Uh, The majority of my career, (laughs) I built uh, 1099 employees, so more of an independent contractor. So if there are rules, regulations, compliance, check with your HR people before you go do what I'm about to say. However, the overall theme is absolutely sound. Make sure you employ this because, again, our entire lives were shaped by an interview that I involved Lisa in before we were even engaged. And it's a very simple idea, and that is literally bringing your spouse into spouse or significant other, I should say, because, again, you weren't my spouse. You were my special lady friend, my dating companion, my (laughs) girlfriend at the time. And I said, you know what? I have this uh, job interview and I'm really taking this seriously. I would like for you to come. And so I, before I dive into the points that I think are so important, I'm curious to get your take 20 some odd years later on that interview, what came from it and why it was so impactful. Because again, for 18 years, I built teams around the country. I'm pretty darn good at it, but it's in large part because of this one tool that I've used. So from your perspective, what was the whole being part of that last interview? What did you get from it? And what can, why is it so impactful? Yeah. So I remember getting asked to go on this interview and I go, but it's going to be your career. Like, why do I have to go on this uh, interview? And he goes, no, it's, you know, just come with me. It's a prerequisite, blah, blah, blah. So I go on this interview and I'm a very inquisitive um, person as is, I love asking a lot of questions. And so I was asking a million and one questions on what the job entailed, what it was going to look like, you know, all the ins and outs of it. And cause I wanted to make sure it was going to be the best thing for JM moving forward and for our future. And, um, halfway through the interview, I remember going, wait a minute, this is really awesome. I'm qualified. How about you hire me? I'm better than JM, right? She but, tried to steal my job. I did. Just so I we're clear. Try to steal job. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I let you have it. Um, but what I walked away from that interview was the fact of I knew exactly what it entailed. I knew how many hours he was going to have to work every single week, you know, approximately. I knew he was going to have to work weekends. I knew he was going to have to work evenings sometimes. And Knowing that before going into it, when it when he did take on the job and started working, I already knew what our schedule was going to look like, right? We're not going to have as many date nights. Some of our date nights really was 
being in the car. I remember mm-hmm. going on ride alongs with you and I'd sit in the car and play on my phone or eat my dinner or go shopping and while you're meeting with clients in their homes. And so I already knew that going in. Now, if I hadn't gone to that interview and I didn't ask all those questions and you took the job and all of a sudden you're like, hey, um, I'm going to be working every single night, you know, five days a week and even on the weekends and we may not see each other. I probably would have been really upset with you going, hey, wait a minute. Why are you putting our relationship on the back burner? Right. Um, but knowing what I did, it was like, OK, cool. We're going to do this together. And it, I knew it was for a finite amount of time. I knew it was like you were going to bust your butt, you know, for that first year. And we're going to sacrifice and all these things. Um, and then it was going to be totally worth it, which it was. Yeah, you nailed the first one, which is know what to expect, because so often, uh, whether it's the male, the female, whatever the relationship, I don't doesn't matter. The partner in this relationship, they take on this new career. But that's not just an individual decision. That is a family decision. That is a couple's decision. That is a so often you're involving other people. They don't know what the hell is going on. Mm -hmm. And so when you're so in this instance, I didn't have a salary at this particular job. I didn't have benefits and I was working another full-time job as I trained. Imagine if I didn't involve you on that. And I was just like, yeah, I'm taking something new on. It's going to take a couple more hours and you're literally going to have to come on ride alongs to uh, Vallejo or these random places throughout California. That wouldn't have gone very well, but because you knew the vision of where we were going, you knew the expectations as you said, to bust my butt really in that first year. I mean, I don't remember the amount of hours, but it was significant. Mm -hmm. And I just imagine put, if you were, let's say we did this interview today and I didn't involve you on that decision. Holy cow. There would be some real challenges at home because I wouldn't be home and I would be away from the kids and all the sacrifices that go along with it. You don't know what to expect, nor do you know where it's going other than the telephone game. Right. So obviously that was a big part of it was knowing what to expect. And that's my second point would be having an advocate at home and not an adversary. So obviously you so much believed in the the opportunity. You tried to take my job, (laughs) uh, which by the way, you probably would have been better at it anyway, but I did have an advocate. You pushed me so often Mm -hmm. to do what I needed to do because you knew what was expected of me and because she knew some of the incentives. So what are your thoughts on advocate and being an adversary by not involving them in this decision? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw in another story. Okay. Cause roles kind of flipped. Um, uh, let's see, it's about eight years, nine years ago. I was brought to, I was stay-at-home mom, taught tennis part-time. Life was really good. And JM came home. He goes, hey, there's this new position for you, right? And at the time, our kids were, I believe they were six and three, I think, at the time. Six, seven and three or somewhere around there. And I was waiting for our youngest to go to kindergarten before I was going to go back to work full-time. This opportunity presented itself. And I said, you know what? I'll test it out. So I went on a few ride alongs. I, you know, checked out the company. I went to their first, you know, the conference, uh, met some people and really just fell in love with the company. And I remember before taking the position though, we had to have a sit down. Actually, we had a few sit downs and this was on me because at the time I was doing everything. I was the housewife. I was, you know, taking care of the kids. I was doing everything because Jane was out there 
you know, building his business. And I remember going, Hey, if I take this on and it's going to be a full-time position, I mean, I made sure I was very clear with my communication with Jame on this. I'm going to need you to help me out with at least half of the things at home. Cause now we're both working full-time. Right. And so remember this, we literally sat down and was like, okay, who's doing the laundry? Who's doing the dishes? Who's picking up the kids? Who's doing this? And we sat down and it's not 50-50, right? Nothing is ever 50-50, but we had a guideline of how it was going to work and what it was going to look like. And I think that is so important, especially in our, you know, what happened because in, um, cause if I didn't communicate that there would have been a lot of resentment, you know, I've been trying to work and trying to do all these things and it just wouldn't have been clear. And thank goodness for that because Jane was so supportive, right? I had an advocate at home for sure because I was working all day. I'd come home. I'd have dinner with the family. Um, and then I'd go back to work after the kids went to bed because I really had to learn this business. And Jane was great about it. Like he did everything. He put the kids down. He bathed them. He did everything. And so it was so nice having that advocate because it allowed me to flourish in my career uh, for the past eight years. Um now I'm back to a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> well, not really, but I was going to say not even a little bit. But okay, you can. You, I, I take on. You do I that do, role. Yeah, I do that role now. Um, but yeah, but for that period of time, it was so important to have an advocate at home. So thank you for that. No, look, it's it, it's the way it should be, right? It, uh, and by the way, it, you weren't. It wasn't for you. You are not a typical able to just stay at home. You have to be involved professionally. It wasn't ideal. Truth be told, you needed that Mm -hmm. in your life. And that's why we did it. The last thing I want to is, is the buy-in part and what you're talking about. There's a specific, and I won't give names, but there's a specific huge part of my business. In fact, it was over 30% of the last company. And I brought a gentleman in and I didn't involve his wife on the interview. Now, he was making more money. He was spending more time at home. He was doing all these things. And yet, because it wasn't communicated why he had to do these business trips, right? He didn't communicate it very well. The telephone game kind of, I almost lost 30% of the business. And I realized it because he came to me. He's like, Hey, I, I got to leave, man. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to end up in a divorce and lose my, my, my family. I said, what are you talking about? I thought life was good. Like you're making more money. You're, you're spending more time at home. He goes, no, it's these trips. And so I flew to, I'm not going to say the name, but I flew to the city and had dinner with uh, this gentleman and his wife. And she was like, oh, that's why we're doing this. Oh, that's why this is happening. And that moment she was all bought in. Mm-hmm. But for so long, he was putting all this time, energy, building something, but she didn't know why. She just knew that he was taking these trips, typically monthly, because that was kind of the requirement, and that did not work with their world. Now, the moment we set expectations and the buy-in was there, she was all in, and now she is one of the biggest supporters of this gentleman, and he is still rocking it. I don't know the percentage now, but it's higher than 30, and he's kicking ass. But I almost lost that whole group because of not involving uh, the spouse or, in this case, the spouse on the interview. So the complete buy-in. I don't know if you have anything additional to that, but I, I it that buy-in piece is so important. So important. That's your piece. <laughs> 
You did such a good job explaining it. Well, thank you. I appreciate. Well, I mean, I hope so. I've done it for. A I long have so time. much buy-in in you that I don't need to comment anymore. Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, you know, the last part that I would say. So those are the three things. Know the expectations. That's what the, that's what'll come from it. You have an advocate at home, not an adversary, and then you get complete buy-in. Now. What I will also say that I always prefaced before these interviews, I would always tell the significant other, uh, hey, by the way, you are not being interviewed. You're interviewing me. And it gave them the opportunity to feel like uh, they could ask any question. Because as you said, it's whenever I present it, people are like, no, that's weird. Why would I do that? I know this idea sounds really foreign to most people, especially if you're used to the corporate world where it's like, no, that doesn't make sense. And by the way, if you're in the corporate world, fine. Find a way how to take them to dinner. I take people golfing to find out who they really are. All sorts of different ways that you can do it so that you can really get the expectations, get that buy-in, and have that advocate at home. So I'm so glad you chose to be on this episode because <laughs> think about that. We were not even engaged. We weren't married. And yet that decision has affected our family to this day. Mm -hmm. And if you hadn't been at, at that interview, I don't know that it would have worked long-term. I, yeah, I don't even know if we're, we'd be together. I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> well, no, truth be told, it's, I don't know either because of the amount of time I was, I, mm -hmm. we had very limited time for right. probably that first six months to a year. Cause I was working both jobs for at least the first six months to, to make that happen. So mm -hmm. anyway, uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I know it's a foreign concept to many of you. Uh, for years, the FBI did this because of the amount of time and effort that, that these agents would, would put into the field. So I don't know that they still do. So don't quote me on that, but it's certainly how I built my business. And I wanted to share it. I want people to know, like involve the significant other on the interview because it's such an important role. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, babe, where can they share that with us? In anywhere. Actually, you can email us at info at let's go in.com. Check us out on our website. Let's go in.com or any of the social media platforms. Yeah. Not and this, all of them. Oh, sorry. I, this one, I, I want, I want to interact with people for sure, because I know it sounds odd. And if you're building your business, this would be one of the biggest things I would tell you involve them on the decision. You will greatly thank yourself or you will kick yourself for not doing it. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys on this and uh, keep building. Uh, remember your mindset matters and we'll talk to you very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.